I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you on a Friday. I am Boyd Matheson, and we always talk about the need to have crucial conversations, uncomfortable conversations. And, of course, one of those that uh, the country has struggled with uh, is dealing with race and prejudice and bigotry of all kinds. Uh, we witnessed on uh, Wednesday evening uh, Senator Tim Scott, uh, who's uh, joined us on this program in the past, uh, delivered a uh a great speech, and uh, he said a couple of things I want to use as framing before we bring our next guest on. This was Senator Tim Scott, his response to President Biden's address uh, on Wednesday. A hundred years ago, kids in classrooms were taught the color of their skin was their most important characteristic, and if they looked a certain way, they were inferior. Today, kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again, and if they look a certain way, They're an oppressor. From colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. And that was Senator Tim Scott, uh, his response to President Biden's address before a joint session of Congress. Really pleased to be joined now on the line by former Representative Mia Love, uh, who uh, has faced discrimination uh, on a number of levels based on race, based on gender, uh, based on political party, based on religious affiliation. Uh, uh, But Mia, one of the things I always uh, admired in your public service Uh, was you would always come back, regardless of what people threw at you, from the far left and from the far right, by the way, uh, you refused to be a victim. Uh, Hmm. When you heard and saw what took place uh, after Senator Scott's speech, what started to take place on Twitter, uh, what what went through your mind as you watched that? What was your feeling? Well, first of all, Boyd, I wanted to – I actually was thinking that the first thing I would say – Um, that everybody needs to know from me and what I teach my children is to stand in a place of being empowered, um, to stand in a place where you're not a victim, because if you have that victim attitude, you're going to see the worst in everyone, whether it's intended or not. And I think that if you are empowered, um, you can realize that if there's somebody else that has an issue, that's their issue. And if somebody um, needs a little bit of understanding, you're there to help educate, to inform, and also to be an example 
Um, so I, I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for starting off with that, because that is what I want to tell, teach my kids and what I want to tell everybody. Stand in a, in a place of being empowered, not being a, not being a victim. Yeah. And I have to tell you, Tim Scott is a very good friend of mine. And I, I, when I listened to the speech, I absolutely took it differently than the way that he's actually being attacked, which leads me to believe that it resonated enough mm. and he's dangerous enough that they want to attack yeah. um, uh, Senator Tim Scott. That's the only thing I can think about, because when he said America is not a racist country, I agree with him. We are not the idea of America. You and I having a conversation right now about this very issue. That's that's the America we know. That's, that's right. the America he's talking about. It, individuals have problems. Yes. There are individuals in America that are racist. That is a reality that we have to um, that we have to face. But America, what we believe in, the concept of freedom, that is not racist. Yeah, so important. And uh, I love this idea of functioning from a position of strength, being empowered. Uh, because if you're doing that, then you are in a space where you can influence, you can educate, you can inform, you can influence. And, and that's indicative on each of us uh, when we hear this kind of stuff. And again, uh, it tends to be the extremes. It's the, the far left and the far right uh, who tend to, to really come out. And uh, I, I responded the same way that you did, Mia, in terms of, uh, you know, how could you take this any other way? And why would you go after why would you go after Tim Scott? I mean, he is the nicest man on the planet uh, and and comes from a position of strength, having experienced some of that racism, having experienced some of that prejudice right. uh, and targeting. And yet uh, he's the most positive guy on the planet. Why? He always says, because I knew I have a chance because I live in the United States yeah. of America. Right. And I just love the fact that, I mean, it's just a testament of how much he loves this country. And, and I think that that's where I, I believe in all in my heart that that's where that came from when he said America is not a racist country. And I and I have to agree with him when we when we talk about the America that we believe in. And, you know, it, one of the things that he said that I thought was incredibly empowering and should be the message that we all take from this is that our past transgression is not the end of the story. In other words, you know, there's this idea, there's this cancel culture, right, where we look at what people have done in the past and we condemn them and condemn them and wipe them off the face of the earth. And in so many, and, and there are some opportunities where people, we have to give people space to evolve, yes. to grow. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? Our, right. Our, we're not perfect in our in our beings right now. We all need to, to be given an opportunity and should be given an opportunity to evolve and to grow. And so one of the things that we need to do is when somebody wants to learn or wants to understand um, how they can do better or what they can do, um, it's we have to give people space to do that. That's oh, unifying. Yeah, that I'm, is the, that is the part. And or people are going to get really uncomfortable even having a conversation, and that's more divisive yeah. than than actually having the conversation and saying, "Okay, this is what we can do to get better." No question. In fact, I want to play just this little uh, clip from the end of Senator Scott's speech from Wednesday. Original sin is never the end of the story. 
not in our souls, and not for our nation. The real story is always redemption. So it is. America is a redemption story. And uh, I I think, uh, as you said, Mia, it's important we give people space to evolve. And then our job is to make sure that we create space in ourselves to forgive, forget, and move forward. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I want to just say, it's, look, I, I think it's important for all of us to understand that every individual has a different story. And sometimes it takes just listening to what somebody else has to say. My experiences growing up as um, a child of parents who immigrated from Haiti, um, growing up with the stories that they had in their childhood and trying to make their way through this incredibly complex but um, beautiful country is a completely yeah. different story than, than Tim Scott. But we, enri- we enrich and um, make the sphere of our knowledge that much greater when we understand each other's stories. Yeah. So sometimes let's just sit back and listen, and then give each other some space to talk about, talk through some things. And I realize that there are people that are not going to want to do that, and that's okay. They can remain in that state if they want to, while the rest of us move on. And so, um, you know, I think that we need to give each other a little bit more benefit of the doubt. And also, I think that Tim Scott did such a great job, and he is respected by both sides of the aisle. Cory yes. Booker will even tell you that is a good friend of mine and he won't say an ill word about Tim Scott. That's right. Um, publicly. So that's a story people aren't hearing. Yeah. And very important. The two of them are working on some really important things in terms of police reform and uh, a, num- a number of other projects as well. Mia Love, always appreciate right. your perspective. Thanks for helping <laughs> us elevate the conversation on a Friday. Thank you, Boyd. Have a nice weekend. All right. Uh, we'll step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, Ambassador Robert O'Brien and Senior Senator Utah from Utah, Mike Lee, join us coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.